I don't know. You are listening to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. We have a special edition for you today. We are taking a look at the new Netflix movie, Dolmite Is My Name, starring the legendary Eddie Murphy. Get ready to go way down in the jungle deep. You are listening to the Late Night Fright. He's a tough son of a gun, y'all. Alias Dolomite. Welcome, all of you badass lions to the late night fright right here on wkmf cozy corner public radio i am dan and with me as always is my well she's very badass too she's a badass lion say hi faith hi faith faith this is a special edition of the late night fright Mm -hmm. it is coming out on a sunday we have never released on a sunday i believe but we felt these were special circumstances and we're not doing a horror movie. This has nothing to do with, with horror movies or anything like that. No. Um, you know, part of our our original intention with this show, this show is a celebration of movies. We celebrate the horror movie on this show, but we also do like to, from time to time, talk about other movies. This movie here is itself a celebration of movies. Faith, what are we talking about today? Dolomite is my name. Dolomite <laughs> is my name. Rapping and tapping is my game. We we're talking about the new Netflix film, Dolomite is my name. This was just released on October 25th, 2019 on Netflix. This is about the comedian Rudy Ray Moore, legendary comedian Rudy Ray Moore. But Faith, this stars another legendary comedian, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Who is it, Faith? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. One of our favorites. Huh? He is, he's absolutely <laughs> one of our favorites. Eddie has been entertaining audiences for close to 40 years now, if you can wow. believe that. I am 40 years old. He debuted on Saturday Night Live in 1981, I believe. He was the ripe age of 19 years old. I don't think he's made 60 yet. He's I think he's 59. So wow. he's been around for pretty much my entire life. I know he's been around for, mm-hmm. for your entire life. What do you think of Eddie Murphy? <sighs> I love him. I don't think there's anything I've seen that has disappointed me. He's special. He really is. He's really special. He is someone that has always made me laugh and just effortlessly. And he does it in so many different ways. He does it with what comes out of his mouth. He does it with the way he says what comes out of his mouth. He does Mm -hmm. it with his facial expressions, those eyes, that that beautiful, big, shit-eating grin that he puts on his (laughs) face from time to time. And uh, he's done it in both live action films and animated films, and he's been doing it for a long time and is one of the biggest box office stars of all time in the 1980s, starting with 48 hours going through. I'm trying to think what his last movie was in that decade. It was uh, possibly coming to America, uh, maybe another 48 hours. But uh, that decade, he was the second biggest box office star of that decade behind only Harrison Ford. Wow. So, and they were they were real close to one another. So, That's awesome. so pretty good company yeah. right there. He's one of the all-time greats. Um he is playing 
Rudy Ray Moore, who not a lot of people know about. He is an underground figure. He is widely considered to be one of the godfathers of rap uh, because of his comedy style. He was a lot of things in his life. He was a dancer. He was a singer. He was a comedian. And then he developed this persona. He, he got from the winos and the drunks that would hang out. Um, and he would tell that you take these old stories. He would put a professional spin on them. And they're hysterically funny. They are very blue. They're, <laughs> they're for mature audiences only. They will, uh, they'll make the, uh, the most perverted of you out there blush. Some of them, um, <laughs> So Rudy Ray Moore, and he he developed this persona, Dolomite, which was based on these old stories, and he took it to the next level, and he achieved this great underground success and pulled himself up by his bootstraps. He was a self-made guy, financed this movie, Dolomite, all by himself, and that's what this movie is about. Dolomite is my name, is the making of this movie. This is absolutely wonderful. I cannot say enough good things about Dolomite is my name. Now, talking about Rudy Ray Moore, he is a very interesting figure in comedy. And like I said, not a lot of people know who he is. Were you familiar with Rudy Ray Moore before this movie came out? And were you familiar at all with with Dolomite? I was familiar with who he was and the character, but I had never seen any of the films or anything but i've heard the name so there was there was definitely an awareness of of that let me ask you this because um now we in in full disclosure we did listen to some rudy ray moore on the way over Mm -hmm. to the studio what did you think of some of the tracks that i was spinning by rudy ray moore because we were listening to stuff off of uh uh eat out more is is the name of the album (laughs) i think the title alone (laughs) Yeah. says it all. No. Oh Eat out gosh. more often is yes. the name is the name of the album. And then we were listening to tracks from uh, what's called Rudy Ray Moore's second album, uh, happily titled, which is his second album. Mm-hmm. So, um, what did you think of those tracks? Because and and like I said, they're they're very blue. They're very mm-hmm. explicit, um, well intentioned. If that makes any sense, you know, this is not like um, I don't feel like he's being shocking to be sh- just to be shocking. Right. There's a there's a funny, it, almost, it almost sweet intent behind it. Yeah, and it almost doesn't even seem like he's um, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's like a show, you know, it doesn't really feel like one. <laughs> right, right, because they're party albums. Right, you know, he would just, record them in his apartment or at different that's places. That's what it feels, that's the yeah. vibe you get. It's not like, oh, he, he's doing this for this purpose. It's just like having fun. Right. so fun. <laughs> in, in the movie, I think the movie does a really good job of capturing mm-hmm. him developing this persona, and you get a great idea of, the difference, the contrast between him on stage mm-hmm. and him off off stage. And from what I've read, I, I know I didn't know too much about Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, I knew a few little things. I, I definitely respected him and was aware of his work. I've been aware of Rudy Ray Moore since I was 10 years old. I saw the movie House Party with Kid and Play, um, which is a great, great, great fun movie. And they talk about Dolomite in that. And that's where I was a huge fan of that movie. I still am. And that's where I first got introduced to just the idea of Dolomite. And they had in the movie, um, you get to hear Rudy Ray Moore do probably his most famous bit with the way down in the jungle deep, mm-hmm. the badass lion stepped on the signifying monkey's feet, you know, which is hysterical. And uh, so I was aware of him. And then in 97, 1997, I started working at a video store. You remember those? Mm-hmm. Remember the video store? I missed video store. <laughs> and this was before DVDs had hit the I market. Know. So this was still VHS. <laughs> and uh, that store had a copy of Dolomite. And I rented Dolomite or took it home one night. 
And I wish I had a camera on me when I was watching this thing because let me tell you, Dolomite is a classic in the black exploitation genre. If you don't know what black exploitation movies are, they were just a subgenre of movies in the 70s that, um, written and directed a lot of times uh, by black writers and directors and starring people like Pam Greer and um, uh, Jim Kelly, not the quarterback Jim Kelly. There's another Jim Kelly. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jim Brown was in some of these. Uh, the Hammer was in uh, a lot of them. And these, I think these are fantastically fun movies. And uh, they were uh, they were pretty successful. Quentin Tarantino is very influenced by the black exploitation genre. But Pam Greer is the undisputed queen. <laughs> that genre and faith knows how i feel about Pam yes, Greer. I <laughs> yes i love pam Greer. but um so dolomite it, you know if you have to pigeonhole this movie that's where it fits in and it's considered to be i think one of the top 10 or top 20 black exploitation pictures from the 70s now let me tell you this it is awful <laughs> the movie is so terrible but it is so bad that it's endearing and the director of this movie dolomite is my name craig brewer said it's one of these movies where nothing works but everything absolutely works you know (laughs) some movies try too hard this movie has no technical prowess whatsoever you can see the boom mic in a few scenes it's it's not (laughs) very well made but there's a definite spirit behind it there's a definite uh good intention too I believe behind it. And this movie that we're going to talk about, Dolomite is my name, I think goes above and beyond in capturing the spirit of what went into this movie. And you don't even have to know anything about Rudy Ray Moore mm-hmm. to appreciate who he is and what he did and who he was. And uh, so, Faith, let's let's get into it. Dolomite is my name. Uh, it is available now on Netflix. We've both we both watched it mm-hmm. pretty immediately after it went up. What did you think of Dolomite is my name? Oh, my goodness. I loved it. I think it's it's a nice mix of comedy and um, what am I looking for? Biographical yeah. information. It's not too it's heavily feel good movie, too. You know, it's yes, it, it's not. Uh, it's not sitting there throwing stuff at you like, you know, mm-hmm. you need to get your life like this. You know? Yes, yes. It, it It's very lighthearted. Yeah. Um, very funny, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, not too heavy on the dramatic overtones, although there are several in there, especially when he tries to sell this movie. Mm-hmm. And you get these great shots. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and say it. One of my favorite shots in the movie is when he's uh, sitting on the phone in, in a little phone booth. And the camera stays way far away from him, and he looks so tiny in that mm-hmm. in that frame, and you feel for him. So, spoiler alert: uh, he does get the movie made. That's because uh, <laughs> we have no movie here if he doesn't get right. the movie made. But but the joy of this is watching him get get the movie made. So the first act really focuses on Rudy Ray Moore, where he was before he developed the Dolmite persona. And then, so that first act is really him developing that persona and becoming well-known for it. And the second half of the movie really deals, well, second act really is him making the movie. The third act of this thing is him trying to sell the movie and the movie eventually becoming a success. And you get to see uh, the effect that that success has on him and his friends. But at its heart, this is a movie about making movies. And Mm -hmm. I was thinking of Rocky the entire time I was watching this because this is a feel-good movie and we love movies about underdogs who who triumph over adversity (laughs) because... Uh, how would you describe Rudy Ray Moore at the beginning of this movie? What, what would you say, like, his, his... Not very well on luck, you know, kind of... Um, very down. Yeah, kind of faded out, you know, as a... 
Because you get the idea because he had tried being a singer. Mm-hmm. And there's a great scene in there. The movie opens up with him talking about being a singer and trying to get some of his singles on the mm-hmm. radio. He was a dancer. He was also a comedian. He was of he was a throwback to an older age, as they make a point in the movie. You know, vaudeville was over. They didn't need anybody like him. He was also, and I love this about him. He was also portly. He was he was kind of a rotund guy. He he wasn't obscenely obese, but he he had a nice gut on him. He had a nice belly. He had love handles. You know, he was. I don't think he was an ugly man by any stretch of the imagination, but he was not. As they say in the movie, Billy D. Williams, he right. was not, you know, a marquee, attractive, leading man type that you would say, yes, let's put that guy in our movie. So he he was battling adversity the entire time and you you really root for him. And uh, I, I love that they show how he developed the persona. Now, there's something else we need to talk about him because uh, the records that he cut were extremely obscene and vulgar. Mm-hmm. What did you get from him personality wise? That's a good question. Because I see him as the polar opposite of, I was just about to say of <laughs> what's on those albums. Mm-hmm. I was literally just about to say that. I feel like he's the um, he's the quiet type, you know. There was in an introvertedness uh-huh. to him, and and, and in a, those albums, he gets he gets to express that yes. loudness about him, you know. <laughs> yeah, and there's a fire. Mm-hmm. There's a fire in him. And the thing that I love about this movie, and I keep you know, I said Rocky earlier. This story, it doesn't matter if you don't know who Rudy Ray Moore is. You're going to know who he is by the time this thing's over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is universal to everybody. This is universal to everyone's life mm-hmm. because he says it in the first minute and a half of this movie. Uh, Snoop Dogg, we're going to get to the supporting cast in just a minute because the supporting cast here, I think, is off the chain. It is. But um, Snoop Dogg's character, he's a DJ in the record store that Rudy Ray Moore works in. He says, you know, hey, man. You know, uh, we missed our shots, you know, and he says, no, man, it's never too late. And he believes that. Mm -hmm. And Eddie Murphy has said that the thing Rudy Ray Moore had gone for him more than anything else was he believed in himself. He knew his limitations, but he believed in himself. And you see, you know, the proof is all there. Yeah, it doesn't matter that that movie is God awful. (laughs) And there really is. And I'm not knocking the movie. There's an endearing quality to that picture that is so infectious and. This movie, as I keep saying, really captures what went into that. So so we've established Rudy Ray Moore, where he was in his life. Now let's talk about the guy who's playing, because Eddie Murphy, I think, is at the top of his game here. What were you getting from Eddie? And I know we're both fans, mm-hmm. so uh, you know maybe we're being biased, but I think this is one of his finest performances. I think so, too. I feel, Again, I didn't know much about him, the you know Rudy Ray Moore, but after looking him up and and kind of seeing who he was, I feel like he nailed this. I just feel like he brought him. He brought the essence life. of Rudy Ray Moore to the screen because he doesn't really sound like him. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the he's got the spirit of the delivery there, but he doesn't right. sound like him and he doesn't try to sound like him to ape him too much, right. you know, but he's got that attitude and that mm-hmm. swagger. And you can tell the love that Eddie has for this coming through. Mm-hmm. And, Eddie, we were talking about Eddie. He's special. He's so special, special going all the way back to when he was on Saturday Night Live in America. Just really fell in love with him. My grandmother, my, my, um, she passed away. So let's see. So that was, uh, nine, she was 90 years old when she passed. She was, you know, in her late 50s, early 60s when Eddie was on Saturday Night Live. 
she would stay up to watch him. Okay. I remember distinctly one night uh, he was doing the James Brown celebrity hot tub party. And Faith, you've seen the celebrity hot tub mm-hmm. party and how funny that is. Yes. <laughs> she thought this was the funniest thing she had ever seen. And I remember they were replaying it and it was the episode that that hot tub was on. And I was at her house and she made me get up and come watch celebrity hot tub. Yeah, you know, I'm like four years old or whatever. And that's, <laughs> that's a great awesome. memory I have. That's a It's a wonderful memory I have of him and of her. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of tied together for me but i think eddie is one of our our great actors and uh always go back to the nutty professor i think (laughs) his performance in that movie jack nicholson i remember reading an interview with jack nicholson uh when it came out and they asked him who are you voting for for best actor this year and he wasn't being funny he said i'm voting for eddie murphy in the nutty professor because i mean what eight roles or whatever in that and they're so distinct but uh he has a lot of great qualities as a performer, he's very likable mm-hmm. as a performer. He's very likable as a man. I know. Do you feel that he made Rudy Ray Moore likable? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do you get the feeling that Rudy Ray Moore in real life was likable? Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think from what I've heard, right. I've seen interviews with him and heard people talk about him. I think he was absolutely just a great guy. You know, mm-hmm. that's not to say he was a saint. I'm just saying. Right. But the guy had a dream. He was living yeah. out his dream. And I'm happy to say that in 2002, for just a fleeting moment, I got to meet him. I got to meet Rudy Ray Moore uh, at a little blues club in Baton Rouge. He was in town promoting uh, the latest Dolomite movie. I forget which one it was. I don't think it was the Shaolin of Dolomite. I think it was uh, I think it was just Dolomite is back or something like this. And uh, he just popped in the bar like i was there i was like 22 years old or something like this he knew who he was from him walking in or somebody had mentioned it um he walked in and somebody said man rudy ray moore's here and you looked over and and i saw him and i mean it was immediate like you knew i was like i was like holy shit that's that's dolomite (laughs) and um so i mean there were some people around him you know there were definitely some people around him and i was able just to you know finagle my way over and uh i got to shake his hand that's and cool. and tell him I said hey I really I, I really enjoy your work and I and I and I did that was you know and I'm sure he was probably looking at me you know trying to figure out you know who's this 22 year old kid white kid you know <laughs> not that it's a racial thing you know but like who's this 22 year old white kid you know like like coming up to me but he was very nice I mean there was nothing but just sincerity when he said oh thank you very much you know right. like he was he was very very cool but he seemed like he was also a humble guy on top of it too um, and you see that throughout the movie but Eddie Eddie's fantastic in this this is an Oscar worthy performance from Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. just the the genuineness and sincerity that he brings to this to this character and to this whole piece is really great but you know he's not performing in a vacuum he has some really great supporting characters around him let me read off these names tell me what you think of these names we have keegan michael key in this movie Mm -hmm. we have mike epps Mm -hmm. we have craig robinson we have titus burgess and we have davine joy randolph in this movie there's another supporting performance that we're going to talk about in just a second the the other big name in this movie we're going to talk about him in just a second because I think he's worthy of uh, of his own section here. But uh, what did you think of this supporting cast? And let's let's go through them kind of one at a time. Um, well, let's start with the guys. I want to say this about the guys because Keegan Michael Key of Key and Peele fame, Mike Epps, who's just I think Mike Epps is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Craig Robinson, we love him oh, uh, yeah. from as Daryl on The Office. <laughs> uh, Titus Burgess, probably best known for uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy mm-hmm. Schmidt. 
these are all really funny guys. Mm-hmm. Like they are really funny. They um, have headlined their own works before. Mm-hmm. How did you like them as a group? Because I feel like they work very well as an ensemble. I think so too. And I think that they bring enough funniness, but do you agree that they kind of almost feel like they, uh, they pull back just a little bit on it? Do you kind of agree with that? That they're not like overly. Oh, um, the point that, I, yeah, you're, you're going you know. right where I'm, <laughs> I want to go with it because I feel like they're working as an ensemble mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's because of the script. And by the way, the script was written by Scott Alexander and Larry Kazuzuki, Karazuski, um, try saying that, uh, <laughs> which is a great script. They wrote the movie Ed Wood that Tim Burton did about that mm-hmm. filmmaker. So, and a lot of that spirit is in, is in this movie as well. I think it's a really good script. Um, I don't know if it's from the direction they were getting or in the pages, but it seems like they dialed back. Mm-hmm. They they didn't feel the need to be the center of attention. Exactly. But the great thing is by doing that, they all get laughs. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets laughs and they're supporting, you know, Eddie Murphy in, in, the, in his endeavor, you know, but even just being on screen they're wonderful you know like they have they all have presence and but i do feel like they dial back mm-hmm. a little bit and allow themselves to really be part of the ensemble and play the straight man at times and then you know when it was time for them to get the laugh boy they got you know they got the laugh i exactly. thought they were all really good and on their oh, a yeah. game um we have to talk about Devine joy randolph playing lady reed um she i was not familiar with her me neither I hear she has been on the show Empire, which I'm 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 familiar. Not, yeah, I know I, of the show, but I, I have seen it. never really seen it. Um, and Craig Brewer, the director, he knew her from Empire. He's worked on Empire. And Craig Brewer, let's mention him real quick. He directed the movie Hustle and Flow. Did you see Hustle and Flow? I don't think so. Terrence Howard. That's a great movie. He also directed the movie Black Snake Moan. Uh, he's directed episodes of Empire. And here's here's like the weird one on the. Um, <laughs> On the resume, he directed the remake of Footloose in 2011, I believe, just because he likes Footloose. And he's uh, currently at work uh, on Coming to America, the second Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. But uh, I think he did a a wonderful job. And he said that um, working with her on Empire, Devine Joy Randolph was a star waiting to break out. I agree with him. because What did you think of her in this movie? Because I think she's part of the heart of this movie, the beating heart of this movie. She really is. Obviously... Eddie Murphy's a star, and you go to him, you know, immediately you look at him, but she was neck and neck with him. I mean, right? she was brilliant. And she plays Lady Reed, who would uh, be better known as Queen Bee. She's in, she is in the Dolomite movie. She was his protege, and he discovered her. And there's a wonderful scene where they meet for the first time. And the idea I get off of Lady Reed is she knows who she is. Mm-hmm. She really has a sense of self, but she needs somebody possibly to believe in her and, and brings something out of her. And their relationship, the the relationship that Eddie Murphy and Devine Joy Randolph establish in this movie is one of my favorites that I've ever seen in a movie. I love the friendship that they have. There's no romantic overtones mm-hmm. to this. None at all. Uh-huh. It 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 doesn't go that way. And it's just a real solid friendship and it and it doesn't matter that it's you know a male female friendship like you really feel the love between these two what did you think because she was i saw an interview with her and she said it was really refreshing to just get to play a real woman and what did what did you think of of that that aspect of her performance do you think that 
because I mean, she reminds me of of women I know, mm-hmm. you know, in my family, right? You know, oh. and not not how she is in this movie, but that sense of self. No, so what I, did what did you think of that? I get that she does seem like a. It's not a. It doesn't seem like a role she's playing to be a real woman. It seems like, right? You know, that's just she's a, a real tr- woman. Yeah, that's just yeah. a true sense of you know, down home. Yeah, real woman. Yeah, and. I, I took to her immediately, to her and to that character. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite scenes, he offers, the first time he meets her, he offers to buy her a drink. And he says, he says uh, I'd like to buy a drink for the pretty lady you know, down there at the bar. And she's had a rotten night. And she says, I ain't pretty and I ain't no lady. And my heart just kind of broke for her mm-hmm. right there. But she, you know, she just knew who she was and it just grew on me. And um, Lady Reed in real life, she absolutely adored Rudy Ray Moore and one of the documentaries I did in preparation for this watching uh, her talk about him just you can tell she loved him and just you know she thought he she she even said you know I think he's underrated you know Mm -hmm. he's too underground you know more people need to know who he is that was you know that was how she thought of him right so and uh it's beautiful just watching all these characters come together because don't they feel like a family they do they really do They really do They, they pick some good people they did. And we're going to talk about the family aspect in just a minute here. Um, we have to talk about the other great supporting performance in this movie because there is a great supporting performance in this movie. <laughs> a gentleman who has been away for a little while. He hasn't really done anything too major recently. He uh, he had some tax problems and some legal problems. And I, I think he served a little time and came out. And from what I hear, is in a really good headspace right now. And uh, Craig Brewer and Andy Murphy both said... He's coming from a real spiritual place in his life and his art right now. Faith, he appears in this movie as Derville Martin. He is the co-star and director of the Dolomite Experience. (laughs) Faith, who appears in this movie as Derville Martin? Wesley Snipes. (laughs) Wesley Snipes. Oh, man. (laughs) What did you think of Wesley Snipes as Derville Martin? Oh, man. (laughs) I don't even know if I have a right word. He is, um, is eccentric a good word? <laughs> eccentric is, uh, uh that's quite young. fitting. Yeah, flamboyant. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> flamboyant and eccentric. Um, it's very hard to steal a scene from Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do it consistently throughout a movie, but somehow <laughs> Wesley Snipes manages to walk away with every scene that Uh he's in in this movie and he deserves an oscar for this i'm saying it right here wesley snipes deserves an oscar for playing derville martin it is from the moment that he enters this picture he is in a strip club from the moment they walk up to him to ask him to be in the movie and then offer him the chance to direct it to the moment he literally walks off of the movie <laughs> they finish filming and he literally just walks away yeah says goodbye he steals the hour of this movie that he's in and I it's know. always funny to see him and he does it in so many ways he does it like we were talking about with eddie murphy how funny eddie is eddie can do it with his voice mm-hmm. eddie can do it with what's coming out of his mouth with his face with his eyes every full body comedy wesley snipes is kind of doing eddie murphy exactly. in the movie exactly <laughs> And it none of it seems false. That's what was getting me was his body movements. There was just something so, I don't know, weird and funny looking about them. <laughs> it's great. The whole cast. The whole cast is wonderful. Um, 
as I said, you know, we we do horror movies here on the Late Night Friday, obviously. You know, we've stepped out of, of that zone a few times. We've talked about Clue, which is a murder mystery, and I feel like we, we did something else that maybe is not a, a straight, you know, horror film. And obviously, Dolomite is not a horror film no. at all. Dolomite is my name is not a horror film either. But like I said, we celebrate movies here, and this movie is such a celebration of movies, and I want everyone out there to see it. So if, if our little show here gets you, you know, if you're on the fence about this movie or maybe you hadn't heard of it, you know, mm-hmm. please watch this movie. It is available. It's on Netflix right now. One final question. Uh, we said, you know, they become a family, mm-hmm. you know, how endearing was it to you watching them make this movie? Because they go and listen, Dolomite, as I keep saying, is terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. But there's an endearing quality to it that comes from the people that were making it. Yeah. How endearing was it watching these actors play those people making that oh, movie? I loved it. Like It really did feel like a family. It didn't feel like, you know, a hired crew that was sitting around waiting to get paid or anything. It just felt like right. family and friends just getting together, having fun. And, yes. And you know? he made seven movies, I think, in his life. And that was it. That He made it with those people. He was never in... The Hollywood system, and I want to say this, Rudy Ray Moore gets a lot of credit in a lot of circles, and rightfully so, as an independent guerrilla filmmaker. You know, because he, uh, his name is up there with people like John Cassavetes and people who would just go out and make movies mm-hmm. outside of the system. He's one of those guys. His movies are not very good. They're they're endearing and fun. They're not very good, but the fact that he was able to do it and turn this movie into the cultural and money phenomenon that it was is amazing. And he did it because he believed in himself. And did you take anything away from this movie? Because I took for me, you know, we do this show, we, we write bits, we create bits and characters Mm -hmm. and we have fun doing this show. Right. You know, there's times where it's hard. Mm -hmm. It is. It's, it's difficult sometimes to, to produce a show and we produce, you know, three shows a week, sometimes four shows a week. But, um, there's times where you get down with it and you and I know like for myself, you know, there's been a few few moments where it's like I quit. I'm done. And that lasts for 20 seconds, you know, and then it's like, that's OK. Well, I'm back. <laughs> and and watching him, I just got the idea. I was like, stick with it. Mm-hmm. Always stick with it. Yep. You know, that's exactly you what never I know. know where the idea is going to come from. You never know what's going to happen next if yep. you stay with it. Exactly. You know, I thought that was beautiful. And yeah. uh, God bless Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, he, he passed away in 2008 at the age of 81. He's no longer with us. And uh, I, I think he was absolutely wonderful. That's like I said, that's uh, be warned. If you have not heard him, uh, they have explicit warnings on the yeah. recordings for, for a, a very reason. good oh, yeah. reason. But uh, if I may be so bold, I recommend uh, Rudy Ray Moore, the first album, Eat Out More Often. I recommend the first one, Dolomite. I recommend from Rudy Ray Moore's second album, The uh, Signifying Monkey. And from the second album, I also recommend Mr. Big Dick. Please listen to Mr. Big Dick. It's <laughs> very funny. Faith, you heard Mr. Big Dick, didn't I you? I did. What'd you think of it? Oh, my God. So funny. So this is great. Um, Eddie Murphy is back in a very big way. Uh, of course, I never felt like he he went anywhere. Me neither. Me neither. Let's do this before we go. Um, two favorites. Favorite Eddie Murphy movies and your favorite moment from Dolomite is my name. And I already know what our favorite moment from Dolomite is my name. May I? Go so there's it. a scene where they're putting together the script for Dolomite and... Uh, Eddie Murphy as Rudy Ray Moore says that this movie needs an exorcism in it. (laughs) 
I did not do justice to what this scene. This scene is absolutely it's hilarious. And I had so you funny. and a, another friend of mine both texted me when that scene had like out of the blue, like this movie needs an exorcism. Is that funny? Um, did you have any other favorite moments from the movie? I mean, I know oh. all of it is just so <laughs> funny, you know, I liked watching them film the movie the way <laughs> those scenes like that, you know, right. filming Dolomite. Those are so funny to watch. <laughs> I like the scene where he took Wesley Snipes' character, the task, and he says, uh, I'm not in this for my ego. I'm in this to make the movie. So if a box needs to be moved, I'm going to move the box. If the crew's hungry, I'm going to go make sandwiches. You know, And basically telling him, I need you here mm-hmm. You know, because I don't know what I'm doing. I love the fact that they have no illusions about you know that they know what they're doing they have no clue what they're doing and will tell you straight up that they have no clue what what they're doing (laughs) i also love um the kid from ucla the director of photography Mm -hmm. when he tells him that they hadn't been paid in a while you know because they they were running out of money and he said but listen rudy i haven't been paid in you know a few days he goes i'm on your side we're not going anywhere you know that they were you know it was it was infectious enough to the point where it's like they wanted to Finish it out, yeah. Finish it up, yeah. To yeah. help him make his movie, it's it's wonderful. It's a it's a really really endearing story. Um, you know, dare I say it, heartwarming. Yeah, yeah it really is. It's, it's very heartwarming. The other point I want to make real quick before we close up shop here is, um, Rudy Ray Moore, so vulgar, but seems like a very nice man mm-hmm. and very very you know loved his friends. Mm-hmm. You know, very um, what's the word I'm looking for? Very warm, personal. Yeah. You know, side to him off of the stage. I love the fact that this movie says, because he asks his aunt for money at one point, and he says, I'm going to make a comedy album. And she says, like that cute Bill Cosby, he's always telling those sweet stories about, you know, playing Jacks in the neighborhood and playing football in the neighborhood. And isn't it something, and I know that has to be why they put that in there. You know, just the idea that here's this guy, very wholesome on stage. And in the past few years, some really rotten things have come Mm -hmm. out about him. And here you have this guy who's saying these vulgar ass things on stage and seems like he had a very warm, fun life, you know, very, yeah. you know, and was very kind hearted, you know, yeah. at least as he's depicted here. And um, as I said, I, I don't know a lot about him. I read quite a bit getting ready for this, right. but he seems like he was a pretty decent guy. I don't think you survived that long, you know, <laughs> if you burn bridges, you exactly. know, but uh, real quick, so Eddie Murphy, favorite Eddie Murphy performances. I know it's so difficult, isn't it? I think it kind of always goes back to the Nutty Professor for me. Yeah, Nutty Professor. I really like his first run with 48 Hours in Trading Places and those things. Um, Beverly Hills Cop, of course. Mm-hmm. Coming to America, playing all those characters and that. Uh, no, for me, though, it's uh, just the character work he does in the Nutty Professor mm-hmm. is so good. And then uh, Shrek. The first Shrek oh, as yeah, donkey. donkey is always. <laughs> there is something. I saw that movie when it came out in 2001. And when I tell you, I fell in love with him, that character. And it's like every time Eddie hits it out the park like this, you know, when he when he kind of comes back, mm-hmm. you, you forget about him for a little while. And then he comes back and I fall in love with him all over again. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Donkey is, is maybe his best creation. I think that's a wonderfully oh, lovely yeah. character. And uh Rudy, think, Rudy Ray's quote, up there. I think I quote Donkey like once a week. <laughs> I quote Donkey quite. We quote him quite a bit at my house. 
But uh, I'll tell you what, Rudy Ray Moore, Rudy Ray uh, is up there now for me, yeah. this character. And uh, I'd also like to say his performance in the movie Dream Girls from 2006. Oh, yeah. He was nominated for an Oscar. He was so good in that. I haven't seen that in a while. Oh, he was so good. I saw that movie in the theater. And uh, I'm not ashamed to say that uh, the movie Norbit oh, is I one of my it. favorites. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. You can call me stupid for liking that movie. I saw that at the theater and laughed my ass off. <laughs> And uh, the movie Bowfinger is also another one. I've There's al- so many good I've ones. I've always liked Dr. Doolittle. Always loved Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> he has a very warm persona to mm-hmm. him. He's also be very funny. And I'm so glad that he's back and he's going back out to do stand-up. And we're getting another Coming to America movie. And we're getting another Beverly Hills Cop movie. But I'm really glad he's going to stand-up again because I think he is absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely funny. Faith, do you have anything else you'd like to say about Dolomite is my name? Because there's a lot of things that we could say about this movie. It, it's so good. It really is. I don't think I have anything else to say other than if you haven't seen it. Everybody needs to see it. They really yes. do. Yes, and everybody in this movie is very wonderful. And like mm-hmm. I said, I just want to reiterate, you know, we do horror movies here, but this is one of those. We both just love this movie so much. And and I'm a Rudy Ray Moore fan. I'm a Dolomite fan. I just wanted to talk about this movie and Eddie because I think it needs to be seen. Mm-hmm. I really think there's something here for everybody. And, uh, you know, do yourself a favor and watch it. Just, just, it, cause you're going to laugh. You I are going to laugh and, and you're going to, you're going to get to know Rudy Ray Moore too. And that's mm-hmm. the other thing. If it leads you to his movies, my God, Dolomite is so much fun to watch. Get a group of friends together and watch that movie because it is so much fun to watch with a group. It, it's, it's so terribly awful and fun. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's it. Thank you all so much out there for tuning in to our very special edition of The Late Night Fright. Faith, do you think we should uh, tell them to keep their badass lion on a leash? What do you think? Maybe, yeah. I think so. I think I think Rudy Ray would uh, I think Rudy Ray would like that. So, I think uh, so. <laughs> well, I am Dan. And I am Faith. And we want you to keep, keep your, your badass, badass lion on, on a leash. leash. We'll see you on the other side. Way down in the jungle deep. The badass line stepped on the signifying muscles.